running a bit on so we don't wait for others because already most of them already joined here okay so hi good morning and good evening everyone of you welcome to the sap Ariba demo session okay guys uh, before we proceed let me brief you a little about the training and manoj's profile so that uh, you know you'll have a clarity on what we are going to get in the upcoming sessions and from whom you are going to get the knowledge i mean to say the mentoring okay so first start with manoj uh, manoj is having more than 16 years of experience in procurement okay he worked majorly in sap mm srm and last almost nine years he's working in sap ariba itself right now he's a solution architect in sap ariba he has dealt with uh, so many end-to-end -end implementations and also uh, support projects okay and apart from his professional you know career with uh, companies right now he's working with one of the big four company as a solution architect okay apart from that he is having a passion to you know do the knowledge transfer to mentor uh, different participants and i mean like uh, different consultants from different uh, procurement background either you are from sap mm side or srm or non-sap i mean to say you don't have any sap knowledge but you are having a procurement very sound domain knowledge this course is for you guys okay so the uh, he has already trained more than you know 2500 over participants so far with us okay we have completed so many batches every batch will have approximately you know 15 to 20 participants and we manage them man manage them in a very proper and professional way okay the main idea of this training is to you know to make you uh, understand not only understanding to make you master in sap ariba so that you know in the projects wherever you are whenever you are going on board on any kind of uh, sap ariba project either it's going to be upstream downstream or integration you should work very comfortably okay and also for those for them who want to do the transit from sap mm side to sap ariba okay it would be very easier for them to you know face the interviews you can justify your knowledge in the interviews okay this is what our main goal is here okay and for this particular session we are going to get a complete overview of sap ariba and also we'll be discussing what are the topics we are going to cover in the upcoming sessions and also the methodologies what we are following and the material and the soft copies and the access which which we are going to share with you everything is going to be discussed in this session but before that uh, you can um, uh, manoj is going to tell you complete uh, overview of sap ariba how it is like how it's going to be beneficial for the clients and as a you know career aspirants in sap ariba how it's going to be beneficial uh, for your career also okay so for this uh, to make the session more uh, calm and more systematic way every one of you are in muted state guys so we have muted everyone if you are having any queries you can write it down somewhere after the presentation every one of you will be given a proper chance to ask your questions all right thank you so much i will be on mute. over to you manoj yeah uh thanks Eras, for the wonderful intro over there and as um said by Eras over here guys that our sessions are very much different from our computers why because most of our computers basically focuses on making you learn ariva very good but the only issue is like they will focus you to make as a you know end user and we all know that that particular knowledge if we have that's good to have 
yeah that's good to have but with that particular knowledge you cannot work in the project so what happens is like most of the aspirant when they will go to the project there they will face one of the stumbling blocks because they are not able to work in the project because they don't know what happens in a project so that our main motto of this particular uh, sessions are to focus on the practicality that means like what happens in the project okay you are going to learn Ariva very good but that particular knowledge which is required to work in the project that is our main focus so our focus of this particular training is very simple that means we will train you in such a way we'll show you the things in such a way that you can directly go into the project and you can start your project work over there so in short basically we are not training over here as pointed out by Eraj over here we are basically mentoring all of you over here that's our main thinking guys and as pointed out by Eraj also all of you are in mute status right now why because you will be given a chance to ask your question over there yes we do recognize all of you will have some of the questions which will be coming in your mind in between so what we will do is like we will highly urge all of you guys keep a notepad or uh, sorry keep a notebook with yourself or open up the notepad while watching this particular sessions if you're having any queries write it down over there because we are going to take the question answer session and yes and yes we will take your questions over there there is no uh, way we are not going to take any question because we love question why because we love mentoring over here yeah not training exactly and the third thing and why we are doing this thing is like because you will see we are using our knowledge from a project exposure not from anything else so that particular flow will get broken in between if the questions come over there so what we are going to do is like we are going to show you the content what are the things what are the knowledge which are required over here and then basically we will have the question answer session and the third point is please don't consider today's session over here guys that hey Manoj today's session is a demo session you know it's not a value no guys please don't think like that today's session is a very very important session why because this is the stepping stone even if you come to our first session over there we will say go through the demo sessions why because in the demo session basically we will build up the things based on which from session one we will carry on forward exactly so please don't think like today's session is just uh, you know for the sake of seeing no this is very very important okay so enough talking about that particular thing guys <coughs> excuse me guys so let's go into the training session and once again welcome to our Ariba sessions over here guys okay so the first thing which you all of you are going to see over here is what is Ariba? this is a question which all of you are going to have in your mind hey Manoj what do you mean by Ariba? okay what do you basically mean by Ariba? tell me because whenever I will ask somebody what is Ariba over there they will say some technical words over there which all of us basically will think what is happening over here okay so simply if you ask me guys what is Ariba I will say Ariba is a procurement solution which is based on cloud services very simple okay Manoj how do you come you know came to this particular conclusion from the project 
I'm not talking about what is Ariba from the SAP press book or from the standard SAP books. This is not theoretical things. If you go to your client, client is asking, you know, asking you, what is Ariba? What is this Ariba things all about over there? So you have to just say Ariba is a procurement solution based on cloud services. Immediately your cloud, you know, client will basically ask, what do you mean by cloud services? Immediately you have to say, boss, uh, you are using already ERP MM, right? Within ERP, you are having MM. So where ERP is installed? In a server which is placed in your premises, that means bracket client's premises. Exactly. So the server is under whose control? Your control? Exactly. So you control the software over there. You need to just install it. Cloud service on the other hand basically means what? The service provider over here will have that server or data center within which the software will be installed. That means you don't have to maintain the server. Just like Gmail. When you want to use Gmail, do you have to install any browser? Uh, sorry, do, do you have to install any database application? Exactly. No. Why? You just click on browser gmail.com, you give your user ID password, then you are will, you know, using the services of Gmail. Same thing is for on-cloud services. Remember, this is not only true for Ariba, but this is also true for all on-cloud services software. Very good. Now, I'm not going to basically uh, theoretically talk about what's the difference between on-cloud services and what? And basically the, uh, what you can say, B basically what you can say, like the on-premise services, because that thing is too much easy to discuss over there. Anybody can go into the internet and you can see it, understand it. Exactly. But why I was talking about on-cloud? Because you have to remember Ariba is on-cloud software. That means no server you know, will be present within the client premises no software is needed to be installed over there. That means no basis consultant. The next question which all of you are going to ask me is, Manoj, who will do this activity? Installation, roles, user ID creation? No, there is no basis consultant, guys. We have to do it. There's only one guy, you know, who is working in the project and that is Ariba Functional Consultant. Yes, I said, no, sorry, my wrong. Not one guy, one role. Yeah, there will be multiple guys over there. All will be Ariba functional consultant only. There is no technical role over here. No basis role. Only Ariba functional role. Keep this thing in your mind. Very good. Okay, what's the next thing? The next thing which all of you can see over here is. If you want to learn something new guys, you always have to focus on one thing. And what's that particular thing? That particular thing is. What is the history? If you want to learn about the future, it is always better to focus on the history. Why? Because within the history, you will find what will happen in the future. Yeah, very important observation. Now, all of you are going to say to me, Manoj, this particular points, if I look at it over there, the other trainers also say over there. And I will say, yes, these are common facts, guys. But the issue is not the fact. If you just look at your palm over there, palm of your hand over there, okay? In one side, if you're looking, okay? Same thing. 
but if you look from a different view on the same palm only what will happen is like your vision will change you will see more information in a very different way so that is what our main goal over here is guys that is in a simple way if you ask me these points are universally known to everybody yes but what you can conclude from this point that is the major thing so let us talk about you know talk about this particular points which we know already but we will also see the conclusion that particular thing very very few people have known now ariba is not a new company exactly ariba is not a new company ariba was actually founded in 1996 very good <coughs> excuse me so at that time ariba used to sell basically on premise solution pretty much like sap erp sap srm solutions over there so manoj when ariba came out with cloud solution it was in 2010 very good so remember still ariba was not an sap company when it became an sap company guys it become it became in 2012 this is a very uh, important thing which all of you should remember over here that is sap buyed out ariba in 2012 now what's the conclusion from this point what's the conclusion from this point all of you are going to say that manoj we understand this thing but what is the conclusion so the conclusion over here for all of you to remember over here is one thing guys that is ariba was bought by sap in 2012 but ariba launched this cloud solution in 2010 that means probably it was developed in 2008 2009 at that point of time ariba was not an sap company the most of you who are coming from erp background or sap background or srm background over there excuse me most of you will make a mistake if you think the way you have been doing the your implementation in erp and in srm in the same way if you are trying to do this particular thing over here in ariva why because the technology is different the architecture is different the solutioning part is also different plain and simple this is the main mistake which all of the participant generally tries to do so that is why whenever we are training on the first day in the demo session only we will one demo over there don't try to do this mistake so this is the conclusion which we can get from our what basically from this point exactly that is my point guys because everybody knows about this particular thing but the conclusion is the one of the most important thing yeah now Ariba basically is a internet-based tool. Actually, most of the ERP solutions are internet-based tools. Very good, but Ariba will have two UI, two user interface. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Two user interface, you know, for what? Regarding what? So the answer is plain. over here guys that is if your 
ERP application, SRM application, Ariv applications, all are not based on internet. So how you will access it? So everything is based on internet access over there. Very good. But you are also having two user interface. Manoj, what are the two user interface used for? For logging into the Ariva system. Okay. So two user interface for whom to log in? One is for buyer and is for supplier. Now, all of you are going to say, Manoj, buyers and suppliers. I think let us talk about a little bit on the buyers. Who are the buyers? So, buyers are the purchasers, guys. Actually, you can say internal employees of your what? Client who will basically order the goods and services. Exactly. So, they will log in into the UI, which is called as Ariba Buyer. Okay. There is another UI, which is called as Ariba Network. Now, this is separate user interface to login for whom for the supplier now supplier is basically the third party software guys not software third party user who will basically deliver the goods and services to the client very good not an issue so that means you are saying buyer will log in into Ariva buyer supplier will log in into Ariva network why why two different application or two different url has been provided by ariva itself because of one thing guys if you look at srm if you look at erb one of the major issue in using the portal basically the client will say okay how we are going to how system is going to identify a user between purchaser or a supplier we will say by roles all of you can agree on that particular point by the help of roles now tomorrow roles who will give basis consultant or security consultant will give them right now somebody makes a mistake bidder role they have given purchaser role also they have given what will happen in production that bidder will be able to access the purchaser documents internal information we should be internal to the client organization is visible to the supplier this can happen this is one of the major security issue so Ariva knew about this thing. So you will see that Ariva solutions are much more advanced. Why advanced? Because they have used common sense over there. They have not used Ariba, you know, engineering jargons, a technical thing in engineering. They have used the functional thing. Basically, the business process, ease of business process. That is their main motto over there. So that is why they have given two user interface. Here, they will say, boss, supply will log in into Ariba network, buyer will log in into Ariba buyer. So they don't have to differentiate who is a buyer, who is a supplier, because once somebody is logging into supply.ariba.com, that is Ariba network over there, they know this is a supplier only. Buyer will not log in over there. Similarly, if buyer is logging into Ariba buyer, they will know this is a buyer. Why? Because supplier will not get access over there. Done. Security issue solved. Excuse me. Yeah, so keep this thing in your mind. And Ariba Network is the world's largest business to business network. Currently, almost 3.6 million supplier. Unique. 3.6 unique or uh, 3.6 million unique supplier is present in your Ariba Network, guys. That basically tells the story of Ariba right now. I think all of you can understand. 3.6 million supplier it's a huge thing even amazon is not having that particular kind of thing exactly 
now if you look at the total value of the po and invoices which has been exchanged between the uh, clients that client means basically buying organization and the supplier that is over 1.5 trillion dollar in 2019 itself total value for all the clients central supplier all the suppliers 1.5 trillion usd in 2019 that tells volume yes this year it is going to be little bit less why because of this coronavirus why because when the business you know when the lockdown started over there what happened was like all the ordering was reduced over there but you can still understand 1.5 billion dollar is not the same thing exactly now okay manoj enough of this thing but this is basically to understand basics of ariba network or ariba over there but i want to go into the solution as you said manoj project solutioning part that is my goal right functional consultant and i will say exactly correct exactly that is my point over here okay now first of all no no guys this is not a recorded session over here i think uh, the thing is like as i said to all of you guys over there that uh, please do wait out over here that's the first thing and the second thing is like we will take your question answers over there but in between if you ask me the question you will you know you will understand that why i was saying that in between the content you know will get affected if i take the questions over there exactly <coughs> excuse me yeah you will you will see you will understand within 5 minutes only you will understand that what i was talking about over there that why the content will get reduced over there or it will get affected yeah now if you can see the solutioning part ariba solutioning part is in given in two way upstream procurement and downstream procurement over there okay upstream and downstream okay manoj let's read it long term procurement organization timely you know issues timely supply of goods and services that is critical blah 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 what is this manoj okay let's go to downstream operational procurement deals with meeting blah 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 what is this manoj you said this is a practical session then why this particular thing is coming in theoretical knowledge so i will also say very good guys very good so this is what i wanted to show to all of you this is what you will get when you will go to any end user training they will just copy and paste it from any standard sap books and they are going to read it none of you will understand what is the meaning of it but we are not going to do that so let me get off this ppt let me open up something very simple what can that be notepad now focus on the notepad guys okay now i think all of you are sure enough over there that we are not copying it from anything from the books exactly now here everything i will tell you guys it will be from the project exactly so i want all of your undivided attention over here now first thing first okay procurement if you ask me about procurement and if you want to divide that particular procurement in a two most important category from the business point of view i am not talking about technical point of view 
business point of view they will always say one is uh sorry old products and the second one is new products okay manoj new products and old products okay what does it means it means it's like old products means basically this particular product you have already buy it for your buying organization buying organization basically means client who is implementing ariva exactly very good but new products means the products that means the goods and services which you have not buyed before for your client plain and simple okay manoj but what's the difference you know you have told us all this particular thing over here okay but i just want to know what's the basically the difference over here the difference over here which all of you should understand is old product is present within your ariba system data is present that means data is present means what which data that means this particular product you will buy from which supplier at what price exactly so what do, what do you mean by this thing that means this will have the source of supply that means you can say source of supply is known and the product is also known over there not an issue okay let's move on to the new product let's move on to the new product over there new product means you have never buyed it before so all of you are going to say are bhaiya what is this you know i have not buyed before so what i will do can you start ordering to that particular supplier of course no of course no why because you don't know who is the supplier at what price you will you know basically buy this particular uh hi manoj manoj we lost your voice okay guys one second huh? just a moment yeah the same here uh we are unable to hear him yeah manoj are you there i think there is some uh you know audio disturbance over there uh just a second guys be on hold i just call him and update you just a moment Uh, guys two minutes okay uh, manoj lost his internet connectivity so we will be connecting in one minute or two minutes only he'll be connecting with a different uh, server thank you
Uh, Iraj, uh, am I audible now? Can you please confirm? Yes, yes, Manoj, you are audible and also your screen is uh, visible. Actually, you know, this due to this lockdown over there, <laughs> okay, yeah, and especially yeah. all, almost, yeah, especially today is Sunday over there and almost, you know, today is 26th July, right? So basically right. due to that particular thing, you know, I yeah. think the internet usage is like anything. So, you know, it got disconnected over there. So actually yeah, I no. have to use the mobile hotspot over there. Yeah, that's a better option. Yeah. Thank you so much, Manoj. Yeah, we can carry on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yes. yeah. We are back now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Eraj, for the information. Yeah. Let's, you know, uh, guys, you know, go on with our session over here. Yeah. Now, as basically we were seeing over here, new product basically means of what? Source of supply is unknown. That means we, we don't know about that particular product. If we don't know about this particular product, so what we will do? Or how we will buy this particular product? So this is a big issue for all of you to remember. Now, all of you are going to say, hey Manoj, I have read standard Hariva books. I have never found out this terminology which you're talking about new products and old products. Yes, exactly correct. This is not a terminology over there, guys. Because if I would have used the technical terminology, all of you would have basically thought like, what is this technical thing? But now I think all of you can understand in a very simple way, old product and new product. But the technical terminology for using this particular thing is, sorry, catalog items. This is a technical terminology, guys. Similarly for the new product, it is non-catalog items. That is basically, you can say, guys, the correct technical terminology over there in Ariba. Okay, so these are the two major type of procurement which you will be doing over there according to business. Now, as we were talking about the solutions, okay, upstream solutions and downstream solutions, okay, in very simple way. Manoj, what is the meaning of upstream and downstream solutions? So, in upstream solutions, what we will do is like basically we will do procurement of new products now we are damn sure over here guys uh, just a moment that we cannot do the procurement of new products like anything why because we have to find a source of supply then we have to sign a contract with that particular source of supply right that means that particular supplier so where it is done it is done in upstream so always remember upstream is nothing but the procurement of new products where finding and is of main importance. Okay, I'm not saying that is the only work. I'm, I'm saying that is not the only work over here, guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is not the only work, but I'm saying this is of paramount importance or the main importance over here in upstream. That means whenever you're finding a new product, we will basically find the source of supply. We will finalize the particular source of supply and then basically we will award that particular uh, or basically we'll sign the contract with that particular supplier. 
right that is our major thing yes i'm not saying that is the only thing but that is the major thing so please remember guys please don't say manoj you said uh, only this thing will be done no but what i'm saying is like main priority of upstream is this exactly now let us go into downstream now when you will go to the downstream part over here so here you will see it's nothing but a procurement of old products mainly once again mainly i am not saying 100% mainly why because here source of supply must be known for beginning the process so always remember in downstream always remember one thing over here whenever you are doing this particular products over there procurement of the old products always remember that means source of supply must be known now yes i am not saying 100% that it will always happen like this because most of you will then say who have basically worked in ariva manoj we can also procure non catalog items non catalog item basically means we can also procure old products uh, new products also over here yes guys but that is basically a exception procedures first when you will go to any project are you going to target a mainstream you know mainstream process or the exceptional process so always keep this thing in your mind whenever you are going in a implementation project first target a mainstream process once you have perfected the mainstream process then you go to the exceptional scenario otherwise exceptional scenario will get implemented not the mainstream scenario and mainstream scenario will be mostly be used and what will happen the solutioning which you will give to the client there basically your solution will be faulty because i have literally seen many many clients is generally calling me and basic not actually calling me calling basically calling the vice president of our organization and they are saying what has happened is like your ariba consultant came they basically did it and now what is happening is like most of my end user is choosing non catalog items in downstream why it is happening that is against my procurement policy then i will go and i will see that the ariba consultant over there has put main focus on what the exceptional procedure the mainstream procedure which is there that they have not configured properly so end user they will not know anything about ariba guys so whatever this ariba functional consultant will show them they will follow that thing blindly so that is why knowing the process as well as the mainstream process is your first main headache once that is done then 10% of the headache is exceptional procedure but that can be handled later on also it's not a big deal exactly and as i told to all of you guys that you know we will be unmuting all of you over here guys guys but please wait your turn over there <laughs> yeah once we have completed the content at that time we are going to unmute you over there so if you are having any queries or question on this part please do write it down somewhere we are going to take your queries exactly yeah thanks for your understanding guys now very good we understood about the upstream and downstream over there from a normal point of view exactly so what are the other things which basically 
which we need to see over there. The next thing is basically, guys, the sub solution. What is that particular thing? That means for upstream and downstream solutions, you will have different different modules present over there, right? Exactly. So let us try to understand that thing. First is the sourcing. When you will say sourcing, Manoj, what is sourcing? In a simple way, sourcing is nothing but your tendering process. That means you will have some requirement and basically you will ask from the quotation from the supplier, select the best quotation, award it. Done tendering. But if you look at the sub processes of tendering over there, you will see RFI, RFP and auction. Correct. RFI basically stands for request for information. RFP stands for request for proposal auction. RFI means what? All of you, I think who are coming from MM background or SRM background, he will say request for information means Manoj, we are asking for technical specifications. Exactly. That's the first thing. Okay, Manoj, not an issue. What's the next thing? The next thing is basically, guys, uh, RFP, request for proposal. What does it mean, Manoj? Here, basically, we will give the real requirement and supplier will give us the price quotation. In RFI, they will give the technical quotation. Very good. And auction, basically, we will do a live auction for the different, different suppliers and who will give the less price will win the auction. So this is the meaning of RFI, RFP and auction. And if you take this particular meaning like this and you go to implement Ariba like this, you're gone. Why? Because I told all of you the meaning of RFI, RFP auction from ERP, from SRM point of view. Why I told this thing? Because all of the consultant who will come in our session, they will have a feeling like this. RFI, then RFP, then auction. No, because the first thing which your client is going to ask to you in that particular session is, or when you will go for implementation, when I will go for RFI, when I will go for RFP, you tell me that particular thing first. Please don't tell me RFI always I have to do, then RFP I have to do, then auction I have to do. So in that case, you have to differentiate when you have to do RFI, when you have to do RFP. Now just take for example, I'm giving you a scenario. You are implementing Ariba for Dell. <coughs> Excuse me. Right? You're going for Dell. Now, once you're going for Dell, what will happen? Let's say Dell is basically launching a new laptop. Exactly. So if you're doing a procurement for that new laptop, what it will be, RFI or RFP? Now over here, all of you will basically take a guess that Manoj, it will be RFI. Why? It's a new laptop. But in this particular thing, guys, in, in this particular scenario, you're forgetting that you're looking at the new laptop from a customer point of view. You should look when you're trying to implement a procurement process for Dell from Dell's point of view. For Dell's point of view, are they are they, uh, you know, doing something new? They don't know anything about laptop. 
they don't know what is the screen which is to be used they don't know what is the uh, you know uh, processor to be used they don't know what is the ram to be used they know all of these things so how, how can you say it's a new product for which they don't have any knowledge so that's the difference okay manoj that means in this scenario even if it is a new laptop it will be rfp yes because that is a existing line of product for dell now if dell is tomorrow going into the you know ready to eat food meals or ready to eat meals in that particular department so there basically dell will say hey boss i don't have any idea about it i have never prepared this kind of thing so in that case i have to know from the supplier what is the different different technical challenges which i have to face why because food packaging you know food packaging industry ready to eat meals basically it will have a lot of technical challenges over there and we have to make sure that we are not producing a food basically which will be bought by our customer and they will fall ill so in that case you cannot go ahead with rfp uh, rf uh, you know rfp over there you have to go with rfi this is the small small things okay now auction auction yes every time we will do auction after rfp why because let's say you want to buy a smartphone okay today let's say you want to buy a smartphone so all of you will say to me hey manoj i am having basically a smartphone uh, i want to buy a smartphone over there and different different companies are coming huawei uh, basically samsung okay and then basically lg so everybody is giving a higher quote your expectation is somewhere around 200 usd and all the suppliers are giving you quotation somewhere around 700 usd 800 usd 1000 usd and you are thinking hey boss what is this there is a huge difference my expected price is around 200 usd these guys all of these suppliers are giving me 1000 usd why they are giving me 1000 usd then you will tell them boss see the price you are giving is very much high so i am calling you for a live bidding over there okay and your base price is the price which you have quoted in rfp then anyone from you who will give me the lowest price i will basically award you that particular sourcing project so what will happen is like let's say huawei has given 800 usd it will automatically come as the original bid okay uh, samsung has given 700 usd it will come automatically okay and then basically lg has given 900 usd it will come automatically so among three of them they will fight among each other to give the lowest price who will give the lowest price will win the auction that is basically the you know differentiating factor between rfp and auction that means there is a significant difference in the expected price of that particular product from the business organization's point of view versus the supplier quotation then only you will go ahead with auction it's not like hey, every rfp will be you know we will be going into auction exactly so when we will go to the sourcing process you will see once again we are recapping this particular scenario then basically you will understand what is the meaning of full project what is the meaning of quick project all those particular thing because if you don't understand what is the meaning of full project and quick project over there full project quick project are but terms which you are going to see in this you know screen over there if you don't understand the meaning if you don't understand the difference between these three sub processes you will not be able to select which one quick or you know uh, full which one to use over there
so that is why it's very important for all of you to remember what you are doing over here exactly very good now once your sourcing has been done what you can say over here because the end result of sourcing is basically the awarding part guys simply the awarding so once you have done the awarding to the supplier what will happen you have found out the source of supply so next thing is basically you have to do the contract why why because of a very simple thing and that particular simple thing is have you ever buy a laptop or a smartphone without any bill ever all of you will say no why why you have not basically buy the laptop or the uh, smartphone without any bill because all of you will say hey manoj if i need that particular thing to be serviced if it's having an issue i will go to the servicing center they will say please give us the bill that is why because it is used as a legal document to show that you are the legal owner of that particular product similarly what is contract it's a legal agreement between buyer and supplier otherwise tomorrow supplier will say hey boss the you know i think i am at a loss supplying you all this particular product i will not supply you <laughs> you cannot do anything okay so this is the contract so all of you will say okay very good manoj and within the contract you will see there are two main task contract authoring and contract task completion these are the two things which we are going to see by the way when i said contract it means contract management why because you will see in ariba there is two part of contract right now we are talking about contract management exactly there is another part also exactly very good now here also i want to point out one thing guys which majorly your uh end use you know trainer basically who will give you the end of the things they will not say they will basically uh be what you can say like you know they will not mention this particular thing at all so all of you are going to say manoj why or why you know why i am not going to you know do this particular thing because they don't want to talk you about this thing because most of them will train you on dfs what is this dfs and eca manoj so dfs and eca are nothing but the technology which we are using over here guys now all of you are going to say manoj dfs what do you mean by dfs so dfs basically stands for desktop file syncing nothing else very good guys not an issue eca means enhanced contract authoring but why you said that nobody is going to talk about it because they are going to make you learn everything on dfs part and what is the issue with dfs dfs has been made obsolete from 2017 onwards <laughs> that means if you go into the project everything you will see in the contract section is eca part now remember 
it's not a small thing why because he will say manoj that is just way of doing the contract or publishing the contract and i will say exactly guys but remember how we will do the configuration in upstream the configuration in upstream is basically done it from a template point of view so the eca template is also important thing over here guys exactly so if you look at the contract template configuration dfs process will have a separate template eca process will have a separate template and if you have learned the dfs template first of all they will also not talk about template configuration why because that's quite a complex thing and that is one of the major thing in your configuration within the upstream part within your project exactly so we are going to see those things but in addition to that let me tell you dfs process flow on the contract part and dfs template configuration if you have learned these two things you can go into the project and you will be shocked to see that nothing is matching over there none of the thing is same everything is different why because dfs has been made obsolete from 2017 onwards right now if you go to the project you will see only eca enhanced contract authoring and this particular thing client does not know client will not know even your interviewer might not ask you why because very few people know about it but when you will go into the configuration in the session uh, not session basically in the uh, screen ariba bias screen so there when you will access it you will see the templates are totally different you cannot configure anything why because you are not understanding the things that those options are not available to you, all of you why because of this thing in our sessions as well as the system which we will provide to all of you guys those are basically eca compliant enhanced you know enhanced contract authoring exactly so this is one of the added advantage that is why i said guys this is basically a practical session because those thing which has been made obsolete by ariba we will automatically remove those things in our system in our sessions also the current most stable versions which basically have been released by ariba those things only we are going to see in our session why because whatever we are doing in the project same thing we are also learning within our sessions exactly now once you have done the contract very good but before that all of you should ask me supply life cycle and performance management what is this module used for so this particular module is basically used for onboarding suppliers this is one of the most important thing manoj why why you did not start the upstream with this particular mod uh, you know module within the upstream solution generally most of the uh, what you can say uh, trainer they prefers to uh, start with slp but we also used to do the same thing i think one year ago and then we have basically stopped by because we closely align our system with that of the project implementation and project implementation depends on ariba solution so ariba basically has moved the slp in such a way that it is majorly impacting your master data integration right now rather than saying just it's a onboarding supplier in ariba module over there so you can say right now slp is one of the most important master data integration or part of the most important master data integration 
so that is why what we are going to do is like we are going to cover slp during our integration session why because if i just cover the end user part over there then i can cover it in the upstream part but if you want to see the real implementation of slp which the functional consultant will do in the project that particular thing we have to handle it from an integration point of view why because most of you will understand when you will go to a project your suppliers are already present in sap erp ecc 6.0 or s4 hana over there they are already present over there so what you have to do is like you have to do a mass data load that means you will be bringing those pre-existing supplier into ariba over there from erp to ariba over there that would be the major challenge which all of you are going to face why because you have to work on 5000 supplier 10000 supplier even 20000 supplier and for big big project it would be somewhere around even 50000 supplier so how you are going to do that that particular thing is our main goal over here not the end user part hey this is the screen okay within this screen you will enter this data next save no not that thing how you are going to bring those 5000 10000 20000 supplier how you are going to do it so that is basically called as the slp mass data load that we are going to have a look at it in detail explain to all of you what is the process what the steps and what's the issue which all of you are going to see next is you will see within slp there are different different processes supply request then registration then qualification manos why this three process why this three process all of you are going to ask me why it is a three process part because onboarding a supplier why you are doing it into three sub processes what's extra things is there <laughs> just like you know if you go to any pizza shop over there okay so the first thing is like we are going to ask them hey what is special in this pizza why you have made this so costly that we have having something extra within it they will say what extra same thing what extra over here why three sub processes why not one process so you have to remember the supplier concept as i said at the beginning guys supplier is logging into ariba network that means what is it just a different url no it's a different application altogether from ariba 3.6 million suppliers present over there in ariba network guys so you have to remember ariba buyer and ariba network are two different application what next so ariba network will basically ask that manoj you are saying abc supplier very good there are hundreds of abc supplier available in ariba network to which particular abc supplier i will send your po now all of you are basically thinking ah this is the correct question so how we will identify uniquely identify a supplier we will uniquely identify a supplier in ariba network with the help of anid exactly so always remember
if if you want to uniquely identify a supplier just understand its an id so an id is generally done with the help of supplier name plus email id both so if your supplier is having ariba network id then no issue whenever you will use that particular supply in your transactional document it will smoothly trans you know get transmitted to ariba network from ariba by to ariba network similarly the supplier can also send their transactional document back to you but if the ariba network is not an id is not created for the supplier that is where the all the hell will break loose so request means what you're just taking some of the basic data about the supplier email data uh, address data phone and all those things but you cannot use this particular supplier in ariba why because this supplier does not have an id so in registration process basically you will add the supplier which basically has completed the request process that boss you register in ariba network over there email will get triggered to them once they trigger you know click the link on that mail they will register themselves in ariba network you know ariba network over there create their credentials then an id will get generated the same an id will flow into ariba buyer within the supplier profile then you can start using the supplier very good manoj very good but what is the meaning of qualification now qualification if you are not having good idea about the supplier or basically the ariba architecture you won't be able to justify what is qualification because all of us you know all of my you know what you can say friends they have basically given me ridiculous uh, opinion about why qualification is required qualification actually means you are going to qualify a supplier using a commodity code and a region very good manoj what's the but what's the need of it is it mandatory yes it is mandatory why so that this supplier can be replicated to downstream ah uh, wait one moment wait one moment what you said so that this supplier can be transmitted to or replicated to downstream yes is it correct exactly what does it means so manoj i thought like you know you were talking about this upstream and downstream solution as two different solutions right from your point of view guys i am basically asking myself that particular question okay exactly it's a you know it's a easier way of you know making all of you understand this particular process <coughs> excuse me because this is the same thing which will be going in all of your mind over there same thing also went into my mind yeah at the starting of my career yeah eight years ago now uh downstream solution upstream solution is part of ariba buyer manoj but, but that is just a solution yes you should understand that that is just a solution but there is a small string attached to that yeah it's a part of ariba buyer but having its own db db means what database so you can say upstream means it's a part of ariba buyer it's not a separate application but its database is own that means manoj if you go to downstream 
and here also if you write the meaning of this thing he will also write the same thing and i will say exactly exactly downstream also part of ariba buyer but it is also having its own database many many ariba consultant are still not able to justify why qualification is required this is the major thing and you will see there is another module that module also they are not able to justify to the client they will be saying hey it is not required qualification is not required but why qualification is required because slp is part of your ariba upstream upstream means in its database once you do the registration then you can use this particular supplier in sourcing contracting and all those things but if you want to start ordering against that particular supplier in downstream there you will get an error why because the supplier is not replicated so you have to qualify that particular supplier once you qualify that particular supplier what will happen is like then only the supplier will basically be replicated from upstream to downstream that means upstream database to the downstream database very good manoj so after qualification we can say that the supplier is what replicated to downstream but what about this particular contract because this contract i want to consume now you are saying since upstream is having its own separate database so contract is published in upstream but i have to consume this contract in downstream consume means basically start ordering against it how we can do that so something unique we need right something unique we need over here and i will say to all of you guys yes there is something unique which has been provided by ariba itself and what is that particular thing contract compliance okay manoj what we will do with this contract compliance over here so this contract compliance acts as a bridge between upstream and downstream very good okay through which not everything can pass only contract will pass so that is why i said to all of you guys in contract in ariba you are having two part one is the contract management part and another is the contract compliance part contract management basically is used to publish your contract between the buyers and suppliers set all the terms and conditions you know price and all those things okay publish it once you publish that particular thing you have to basically move this contract where from your upstream to downstream okay so in that case basically what you have to do you have to use the contract compliance now if you ask any uh, good ariba consultant also why we need contract compliance why we need supplier qualification they won't be able to tell you you know they will say the advantages but if you ask them why we need it they won't be able to justify it why because majorly guys ariba consultant don't know that upstream and downstream is having it you know they are having their own separate database and why this particular thing is done because this is how ariva's architecture has been designed this is not a in house development by sap itself sap erb has been developed by sap labs sap srm has been developed by sap labs it, it's in house development 
this is not an in-house development. SAP basically buyed out this Ariba solutions over there. Exactly. In the management, you know, you will learn about something about called as organic growth, inorganic growth. Same thing over here. This particular product has not been developed by SAP itself. SAP buy the fully packaged solution over there by by what? By taking the ownership of Ariva. That is why. Exactly. So if you're coming from ERP background, SRM background, these things will not make sense. But now you are understanding why it is making sense in Ariva. Previously, if you would have looked at this particular solution, you would have said eh, this is a worthless solution. What they are doing, huh? Ariba people are foolish, but they are not foolish guys. They are very, very clever over there and they know about the business. That is why they have give, you know, able to design the solution in such a way. So once we are having that particular knowledge for ourselves, then only we can decide it that, okay, this is a good product. Excuse me guys now in downstream downstream if you go over there basically we will say operational procurement okay operational procurement basically means what in short in short purchase equation creation then the PR approval then what will happen PO will get created very good after PO is getting created, it will be transmitted to the supplier account in Ariva network. Against this particular PO, supplier will basically create ASN, advanced shipping notification. This will get replicated into Ariva buyer. Exactly. So there basically what will happen is like, receiving or ACS. Receiving basically stands for GR. And ACS, I think all of you know, service center sheet. So whenever you are having material, there you will have this receiving over here. If you are having service product, ACS will be coming up over there automatically. And remember guys, there is no concept of document type over there. So please don't expect material PO, service PO, no, only one PO. If your product is having you know, material, this particular option will come. If your product is having services, ACS will come. Plain and simple. Keep this thing in your mind. Don't basically, you know, mix up the process. Okay. After that, what Manoj? Basically, invoice will be created by the supplier in Ariba network. It will get copied into Ariba buyer. Very good. Now, once this particular invoice comes into Ariba buyer, from there, IR will get created. Invoice reconciliation. Two-way check or three-way check. PO value receiving and the invoice is generally checked over there. Once everything is correct over there, what will happen? Reconciled status will come and then the payment will happen. And the first issue, first issue which all of you are going to, you know, when we will go into this particular session, I will say to all of you guys, the, the first issue which all of you are going to face over here is like you are expecting that all of this whole process is happening in Ariba buyer as well as Ariba network. And that's a wrong, but uh, you can say expectation. Why? See, you're having a helicopter and a car. Think of yourself as Mukesh Ambani. Okay. So 
do you think mukesh ambari whenever he will travel from his home to office he will take a helicopter the answer is no why because helicopter is basically expensive guys yeah. maintenance of the helicopter and upkeeping of a helicopter is much much expensive compared to the car but then why he has a helicopter whenever he will need the helicopter for some urgent work then they will then he will use it exactly if he is not having urgent work then he will travel by normal car only same thing over here if you are saying if you will do all this particular process in ariba then what is the usage of integration because all of you are you know going to jump up when i will say integration oh one of So this is basically, uh, guys. Am I audible to you? Yes, Manoj, you are audible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Adarsh. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for the confirmation. Thanks, Adarsh, for the confirmation. Yeah. Now let us talk about the things. Now, integration. Yeah. integration everybody is going to jump up and say hey this is the thing how we will do it but integration means what integration means we will use the best of both world that means when in urgent situation we will use helicopter when in normal situation we will use the car same thing over there integration basically means master data integration transactional data integration you will see there is no hard way guys because you will see you cannot force a prop you know one solution to all the clients but you will see there are certain pre optimized solution what do you mean by manoj by the pre optimized solution that means as i said urgent helicopter normal car same thing over there you will see that in p2p process that means in downstream process the integration will happen in a different way but there also i will talk about pre optimized way that means what is the optimized way of doing the integration similarly for upstream also there will be different thing different solutions over their integration very good manoj so the first thing is like you have to understand this particular thing which i have highlighted just a moment let me just highlight once more this thing which i have highlighted over here guys uh this particular thing please don't think everything will happen in ariba although ariba is capable of handling all this thing within ariba itself but if you do that thing it's a stand alone system then integration is equal to zero this does not happen keep this thing in your mind now very good thing manoj but now yes commodity code will be used and we will use unsfpsc commodity code see those things are a little bit technical things guys and we will see and understand those things in our detailed session but in today's session basically i want to all of you to focus on the uh, big picture of the project big picture solutioning part over there yeah technical things and all those things we are going to see in our different different sessions over there exactly now very good manoj what other things are basically we are going to see over here but before that going into the other things uh, you have to remember one more thing over here guys that is once you are going into this particular pr 
how the purchase equation will be created. Where the you know purchase equation will be created in downstream only, but how it will be created. So you will see this particular process is running, but albeit in a different way. Why is that so? Because all of you should know PR is generally created from catalog items. So within the catalog item also, you will have sorry. If you are using the catalog items, basically which you have loaded in your Ariba downstream catalog section to create this PR and doing this whole process, this is a separate process. Similarly, through the contract compliance, also this contract will come from upstream to downstream, right, guys? So we have all forgotten that particular thing. So we will also use those particular contracts which have been created in upstream and which has been moved into downstream through the help of contract compliance. Now, using this particular contract, we will do this particular process. Okay, and we know that this particular process is going to be repeated till the end of time until and unless the whole value of the contract is fully used up or the expiry date of the contract is came over here. So what's the meaning of this process? If you go to a project, you will see P2P. P2P basically means procured to pay. This is what we call as procured to pay over here, guys. Which one? Catalog items. Very good. But this particular process, which we have seen over here, this is called as H2P. Manoj, what is this H2P? Because right now, if you go to any pro, uh, you know job offerings or any project the first thing which all of the you know uh, clients uh, what you can say different different people they are going to ask to all of you are what that are you having knowledge in h2p can you implement h2p what do you mean by h2p h2p means source to pay and the major important thing about h2p is the funny thing you will see in P2P, everything is happening in downstream. Very good. But if you look at H2P, the process has not begun from downstream. It has actually begun from upstream. Why? Because we are beginning our process in downstream through the contract. But the contract was created from where? Here. Right, the contract was created from the sourcing project. That means H2P process, source to pay process is basically part of your upstream plus downstream, both. Exactly, so keep this thing in your mind. Until and unless you are knowing that H2P part, you know, is part of in both upstream and downstream and P2P is only part of downstream, you will always falter. Now, why I'm talking about this thing? because of one thing that is integration in integration all of you will basically say mono show us the configuration and i will so i will say that is the last thing which you should learn why because in integration the major important thing is If you look at these two process guys, 
P2P and H2P, basically which I have defined right now. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Do you think the integration scenario for the P2P process and the integration scenario for H2P process are going to be same? Exactly. No, not at all. The process will be very, very different. The integration scenario is very, very different for P2P and H2P. So that is what I am saying over here, guys. So in our session, basically, we will show you first how to build the integration scenario. Because at the end of the day, let's say when you're going for a architecting part, let's say you want to basically architect and basically build up your own house. Where you are going to begin first? The roof, the walls, no. You're going to basically begin from the base. Exactly, because your base will determine all the other things. So same thing also about integration. That means if you are able to build the integration scenario, integration scenario means what? How the process flow will happen, which transactional document will be created in upstream, which uh, transactional document will be created in downstream, which transactional document will be created in ERP. How the data will flow into, you know, from one system to another, when the data will flow over there. This is what you call as integration scenario building. This is the major building block for any integration. This is what we are going to make all of you learn. Once you learn this particular thing, then the rest easier thing is basically what? Config setting. That also we will learn and we will also learn mass data load. Now I'm not talking about only SLP mass data load. There are other mass data load basically which we have to understand this particular thing. Now there are some configurations also which we need to learn over here. That is basically we will basically learn the template config. We are also basically going to learn the downstream approval workflow. Yes, and that particular upstream workflow approval, I am sure that all of you will ask, Manoj, what about upstream approval workflow? That is already present within the template. Okay, downstream approval workflow, we are going to uh, see the config. We are also going to see the dynamic approval also over here. Very few people know about this dynamic approval. Most of them know about the what static approval only, but we are also going to see how to configure the dynamic approval what kind of requirements will be used up and how it will be used up those things also we are going to see we're also going to see catalogs loading exactly catalogs config and upstream basically means everything is having template sourcing project contracting everything and within the config only everything you can do over there exactly you don't have to do any other configuration. And apart from that, there is a certain thing which basically uh, I want to highlight over here, guys, and that is reporting. I have literally seen in the project and I was actually was like, you know, I was not, you know, able to laugh also over there. Exactly. Why? Because I have seen over there in big, big projects, what is happening is like one Ariba functional consultant is sitting over there. They are downloading 20 reports or 50 reports each week by manually running the report. 
in a excel format within the excel format basically what they will do they will apply their what they will basically apply their uh, custom logic custom formula in a proper format they will basically design that particular excel and then they will send it to the client you know clients higher management because they are the end user for the reporting part manually doing this thing and i am like what manoj uh, we know that in reporting in erp and in srm we need a evapor right so evapor basically means technical code changes so in ariby as you said technical things we cannot change only sap ariba can change that particular thing so that means we have to pay to sap ariba to change the source code within the reporting and that my client is saying that they don't want to pay money for that so that is why we are doing it and i will say who told you guys who told you yes i do understand standard reporting features are present within the or standard reports are present within the ariba functionality over there but ariba has given us the full freedom to do what to basically config this reports not only in the selection screen but in the output screen but in the filter logic the output field add custom formula over there add custom field anything apart from that i will also show you one thing guys in our session that is how to automate this report automate automation of report means what manush that means your end user higher management don't have to log in into ariba and without you doing a single task yes you have to do some configuration over there once the configuration has been done what will happen is like you don't have to do anything and your end user will get the report in a predetermined format within their email automatically so when you have to come back to your report when basically your client is asking that manoj our logic is changing then you have to come back once again for the configuration so in our reporting section this is the things which you are going to see so functional configuration plus what automation that means no manual activity involved from the end user side neither from the functional side also once the config has been done so both of this particular thing we are going to see in details in our sessions so all of you if you look at this particular uh, what uh, content and the things which we are basically shown over here guys you will find it very very uncommon why because this is not a end user training exactly this is not a end user training this training is for all the ariba consultant guys who basically aim to go and work in a project okay and we basically have a diverse candidate from our sessions in our sessions yeah diverse candidate so basically what we will do is like we will use simple things yes beginning of our sessions you will see we are basically using the basic knowledge as see in our thing old product new product why i have used this terminology because all of you can understand this particular thing then once you understood the thing then i told you okay this is the technical term catalog item non catalog item so the same thing so yes we are having a diverse candidate within our sessions some of them are already working in ariva some of them are very new some of them are like having good knowledge in ariva also 
so what we will make sure is like we are using very simple you know we are using a very simple presentation simple way of giving the information back to you over there okay and focus on the project work how basically you are going to approach ariba from a project point of view and that is the secondary thing main thing is how are you going to learn ariba so that you can use this particular technology you know knowledge and go to your project and start working that means learning as well as working in your project this is basically our approach so that is why our approach is very very unconventional over here guys it's not like uh, like okay process flow only process flow configuration also we will only show the option no we are going to list down that these are the you know different different set of requirement which your client will basically give it to you so once they give the requirement you can understand okay so in this way basically we have to do the configuration this kind of requirement is there so we will do this kind of configuration so that is how we are going to approach in our sessions guys exactly yeah and i think guys before we go ahead with uh, the question answer session i think it would be wise that all of you be a little bit more attentive and eraj will basically show you that apart from this particular sessions uh, there are also a hell lot of important things that means the supporting documents and all those particular thing so these are also the things which all of you will get in our uh, sessions as a you know single package over there so i will suggest to all of you guys please be attentive right now because iraj is going to show you that what are the different different documents what are the different different things which we are going to share with you along with the sessions yep okay all right manoj thanks thanks for that thanks for a wonderful overview of sap ariba manoj yeah so guys i want your attention here like uh, kiran said yeah please be attentive yeah i'll be sharing my screen yeah can you see my screen manoj yeah yeah iraj i am able to uh, see your screen very much perfectly okay all right so guys here uh, apart from the training uh, what manoj is you know uh, of giving here we also do have like different ways of uh, you know collaborating with you all okay so uh, all first thing all the sessions which you are attending also going to be recorded and we will be providing the complete set of recordings it's not only the recording there are a couple of uh, documents not couple of there are many documents which are part of the sharing let me show you one by one okay so let me start in so all the documents the uh, recordings and whichever the sharings we do have will be shared through google drive so you, you must have a gmail address we can share you the folder specifically let me open a sample folder here okay and like previous session record uh, previous session folders or previous batch folder indeed i can say yeah so here there are totally seven folders which will be shared with every one of you first is uh session recordings access ariba access notepads documents certification material learning hub videos and also we do have the sample ariba cvs let's go one by one here okay in session recordings all the sessions which you are attending also going to be recorded and we are going to place them in this particular folder in a very systematic way so that you know in future if you want a reference or during the uh, week i mean like this is major is going to be the on the weekend sessions right so during the week you can refer back the sessions multiple times and you can 
note down all your queries and if you if at all you are having any of the very important queries you can reach us in between uh, like you can email us or you can call us we'll be helping you out to clarify your doubts also so these these are the recorded videos of your session the sessions which you are attending will be shared with you now the second part is arriva access yes we'll be providing the access to every one of you who are our participants 24 by 7 direct access not going to be through you know either team viewer or any other thing no is going to be your direct access what we are providing to you and the access is 24 by 7 per 60 days okay uh, so that you know you can make use of your uh, uh, access for a uh, betterment like i mean to say like this it's not limited to one or two hours so whenever you have the time you can just pop in you can just log on to the system and you can uh, do the practice okay so that makes uh, you know your hands-on uh, abilities and your hands-on things more efficiently okay so this access is there and also we do have like notepads here notepads are and this access is for two months continuously we are going to uh, have it and this is not a shared access so it, it, every one of you are going to get the access from us individually okay yeah so i can see one question is the access will be admin access yeah so you see access will be yes of course is going to be an admin access core admin access will be providing to you but not the super admin in the sense with this admin access you can you know do all your work in the sense like you can configure the templates you can uh create the approval process you can do the approval process properly means like how you are working as it is but it's not going to be a super admin where you can't create the users okay you can't create another users but all the things like all the practice whichever is being shown in the uh, sessions you can do it by yourself again with this particular access yeah now the second part is notepad here okay notepads are like Manoj is showing here, right? In, in he's open a notepad and he's showing the processes. So like this, for every session, we do have a different notepads. The methodology of the sessions here are: first, we are going to discuss little on theoretical aspects in the sense like we are just seeing the process first. You need to understand the process first. What are the different steps involved, and you need to understand the scenarios. So these processes and scenarios basically we are going to discuss in the notepads. Then after that we are going to do the configurations so that it would be a uh, better understanding for every one of you okay so this is the uh, method we are using first a little bit of a theoretical part then we are understanding the process business scenario then we are doing the actual configurations and the first and second part would be very little the major part we are uh, focusing on the uh, system only like complete configuration will be almost 70 to 80 percent of the time we are spending on the system itself yes so like that we do have the uh, notepads for everything uh, are there process flow charts no you see like uh, different let's say for example catalog is there okay you can prepare on your own if you want it you can prepare the uh, process flow chart by yourself but once you uh, you know attend our sessions you will understand there is no such need of you know creating a uh, building blocks like how we used to do in engineering like flow charts and kind of things there is no no necessity of those particular things okay you'll understand we have a better option better uh, approach rather you know creating the flow charts yeah, yeah. just a moment so apart just from that yeah. Yeah. just a moment uh sorry yeah. to cut you over there so guys no uh the thing is like uh the flow chart basically is not required why it is required basically you, you will see that if you're going through theoretical session 
they will give you this particular ppt right the ppt that we have shown in today's session at the beginning of the session but all of you can see that particular ppt you're not understanding it fully why because if i draw a simple flow chart it is not easy why because the same flow chart you will see will get failed in one client it will get implemented properly for another client so why because there are variation in the flow chart because there will be different different sub branching over there and that sub branching and all those things if we do it is impossible to capture each and everything within the document so that is why we are going to see it in the system that is why iraj over here said that we are going to talk about the scenario first why to understand what can be the different different clients requirement over there so once you understand the scenario and the requirement over there then basically we can devise a solution over there and when we will devise the solution then basically we will show you how it can be done in the system so in this way basically you are learning the things which you are talking about flowchart you don't need it you are learning the same things within our system only and once you learn that particular thing you can very very easily implement that in in the system so you cannot have to say that okay i can work only one section of client for the other section of client i cannot work you can work in any client over there yeah please go ahead eras over there yeah uh, yeah sorry manoj yeah uh so now the sec, uh, fourth uh, folder here is like documents so in which you'll be having the documents we have segregated here uh, upstream downstream and integration documents here okay so uh so these are the documents which are the standard documents and the configured documents which is being prepared by manoj so standard documents in the sense like uh, you know this, there are a lot many documents which are there provided by sap okay so these documents are also there there are certain documents which are standard which been which are being prepared by manoj okay so like that we also do have like the documents for downstream here and also we do have for integration okay these are the standard documents which we'll share which we are going to share with you immediately after you do the enrollment okay now so from first to fourth folder we are going to share with you immediately after the enrollment okay now the fifth folder here is like very important which is certification okay certification documents so certification documents are basically you know those uh, any one of you who are willing to write the certification in sap ariba okay before that let me open already open a tab here okay you can see sap ariba is offering totally nine certifications you can see from here ariba catalog till ariba integration okay there are totally nine certifications which are being offered by sap ariba okay so it's not like you need to be you know uh necessary to have all these nine certifications most of the uh, consultants will have one or two certification one is from upstream or one is from downstream there's more than enough for them and it depends upon like in which project they are going to have it and if you're not involved in any project we always advise you to go for you know the certifications like uh sap ariba catalog which refers to the upstream part uh, if you are also okay you can go with sap ariba sourcing and for the downstream sap ariba procurement this certification this code is uh, more than enough for you okay and the training what we are providing is basically covering all these certifications both theoretically as well as you know in practical uh, manner as well okay so if any one of you are willing to write the certification this training is also going to be very helpful and we have very positive results of uh, you know the participants who has appeared for the certification exam after the training okay because not only the training also we do have the set of all certification material 
okay so these are the set of material what we do have here and we do have the dumps for the certification like sourcing and uh, procurement certification dumps also we do have and we do have a lot of other supporting documents here which will be really helpful for you all the certifications okay all the certification material we do have here so which we can share with you so that it will be easier for you to uh, clear your certification exams now after that even we do have uh, uh, this one dumps as well dumps in the sense these are not going to be the direct dumps i'm going to say so because you see most of the people uh, claim that you no need to you know prepare so well for the certification we are going the set of dumps you just by heart those terms you can clear your certification there is no such thing guys so the dumps which we are providing are only the references for you okay what kind of questions are appearing here you can gauge the toughness of the questions in the these uh, certification exams we are appearing so this is going to help you in a way like you can gauge yourself your knowledge where exactly you are uh, standing whether is the right time to appear for the certification or not so that one is going to help but there is no guarantee like the same questions are coming over here there may be certain questions will be repetitive, but not all the questions only with these dumps is never advisable to rely on the uh, dumps and uh, you know think of clearing the certification that's not going to happen so like this like we do have so many you know supporting documents for certification in certification material for folder now the sixth folder here is like learning her videos so in learning hub videos i think every one of you little aware of what exactly is a learning hub so sap has provided a complete learning hub uh, clouds uh, you know offering there in which sap is giving the trainings okay sap's training videos also we have downloaded from here and we made it available for you so these are the videos which are basically uh, from sap trainings directly sap training so these videos are more towards theoretical aspects and these are also going to help you if you at all like if you are uh, willing to appear for the certifications okay now the last folder here is like sample cv cvs because you see every one of you uh, you know coming from a different background like some of you are coming from mm side and some of them uh, srm and some of you are not having any sap uh, experience but you are having a very sound SAP, sorry very sound procurement domain experience so it's a variety of resumes are available here with uh, uh, different experiences like three years four years five six years of experiences here and we made it available uh, in this one so that you guys can tweak your resume according to your experiences you can take certain points over there you will get an idea like how you are going to build up your resume in a basic level okay once you build up resume uh, according to your experience you are going to share your resume with us we are going to review everything we are going to do the proofreading and we are going to write at the unique points over there because in one batch we'll be having approximately 15 participants so all of you are using the same points it's going to be you know uh, everything is going to be same in all the resumes right so we will take care of those things and we'll prepare a unique resume we'll take a pen to prepare the unique resumes for you okay that's also going to be one of the offering here so apart from these guys we also do have like uh, whatsapp groups collaboration here after you know 80 percent are after the finishing of the course we are we are going to create a whatsapp group where all the batch members like uh, your batchmates will be part of that group and also we will be there in that so whenever you are having any issues or any queries you can discuss over there even after the training i am saying to you okay uh, that group is going to be life uh, lifelong and these particular folders i mean like g drive access will be there for lifelong you are not going to revoke 
only the thing is here sap ariba access will be there valid for two months okay that is 60 days apart from that all the folders are available for you lifelong indeed like we are going to add a few more uh, documents here as you know there are certain new release releases or there are certain upgrades are going to happen so we are going to add up some, some more documents or necessary you know recordings also over here okay to help you out to be upgraded and also you'll be collaborative with us for in, in whatsapp group and we'll be helping you out in posting the job uh, requirements or there are certain openings are there you can share among yourself yeah so that's going to be the things so now this particular batch this the one which we are having right now will be on only on the weekend saturdays and sundays and the timing should be 7 p.m ist to 10 30 p.m ist only on saturday and sunday okay and the next session is going to be the first session is going to be the next saturday okay next saturday would be the first session and during the whole week you can enroll for the course if you like it and if you are having any queries related with the enrollment or any other things you can connect me or you can connect our uh, sales team over there and the next batch tentatively will be starting from 1st of august